Hello and welcome to the FSF Podcast Live Edition. Well, hello there, kids and cadets. Welcome to the FSF Podcast Live Edition, the show that would like to remind you that we are living in the Soylent Green timeline. So make sure you know what's in those meat alternative kids. You know, there is a company, they call themselves Soylent, and it's actually like a like a health drink. Health yeah. drink. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a bunch of people uh, share that into our Facebook group, and then they, there's actually a green-colored label, and they're calling it mint, and I'm like, uh, yeah, no, no, no. Mint? M-E-N-T? Yeah, 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 exactly. M-E-N-T, mint. What, what type of person gets you a mint flavor? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but I think they're catering to Karen's. Hello to uh, Hemant Kumar and, uh, of course, John Wass are saying hello to all of us beautiful people. He's a little spoiled or, or a little sided uh, uh, on one of them, but, you know. I know. It, it, he'll, get, it's, he'll get to thinking that Kathleen and Nick are cute, too. So. I was going to say, Tim, it's not fair that it's always you. <laughs> well, before, we, Sorry. before we get into tonight's show, we need to say our thanks to our show partner, Level Up Sabres. All right, let's roll that beautiful nerd footage. So as usual, those can be found in the comments section and the notes below. But while we are on the topic of Star Wars, I, I, I have to share these with you guys because I'm super excited. Look at the super cute earrings I got this weekend. They're little uh, R2-D2s. Do they make noise too when they move around? No, I wish. But I wanted to do a shout out to Uniquely You Oddities. I found her at a craft show this weekend. She makes the cutest miniature thing earrings. Like... There were ketchup bottle ones, there were traffic cones, there were some that are bowling pins that are actually um, hidden pens. She's got some really cool stuff, so check out her Etsy. It's linked there as well, Uniquely You Oddities. She's got some really cute stuff, guys. You can see her email address there, and also you can scan that QR code with your phone on the, from the screen and go and check her out and all the cool stuff that they're doing over there. So, Yeah. Excellent. So yeah, uh, yeah, pretty cool stuff. And then also we want to make sure that you guys understand and know that uh, it does cost a, a couple bucks here to to do this little show every week. And if you are interested in helping us out cover those costs, then you are always able and uh, to help us by not only subscribing, that's a very important thing that you can do, but also by doing what the link says on the screen and buying us a coffee. That helps us to to cover some of our costs, uh, your donations, and uh, cover our, our streaming costs, our hosting costs, and those other things so that we can continue to bring you uh, cool guests each and every Monday night live here on our live show, our once a month uh, RPG streaming game that we do on the second Monday of every month. And then also, of course, our weekly uh, pre-recorded interviews that are released every Friday morning. So it's always a, 
you know, it's always pretty cool that we're able to do those things. But if you can help, great. If not, at least subscribe. And that continues to help just like it does say at the bottom of the screen. Please remember to like and subscribe. You forgot one, Tim. We also have our five at five shows. On I Wednesday. did. Yeah. Wednesday night, five at five. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely right. This past Wednesday, we covered five reasons why Ray is a Skywalker and you guys just need to deal with it. So uh, if you want to, if you're curious as to what those five reasons are, you can go to our YouTube channel and check those out for sure. And speaking of awesome guests, let's welcome our guest tonight. First, actor and rapper Jarrell Pyro Johnson. What's up, Pyro? What's up, my favorite three amigos? Howdy, howdy, howdy. Hey, that's or uh, eh. <laughs> Continuation. <laughs> and second on deck, we have sci-fi author J. Tyler Pennington. What is up? Hello. Hey, How you doing, buddy? Living the dream every day, all day long. Excellent. So happy to have uh, both you guys here and, and uh, have an opportunity to have you guys join in our fun and our nerdery. Pyro's been here before. He's experienced all the uh, pain and suffering that we can bring <laughs> to our guest. Uh, but this is Jordan's first attempt through. So uh, we're going to give you a chance, each of you, to explain who you are, what you are, and why people need to look out for what you're doing. So, Jordan, let's let's start with you, if you don't mind, and, and we'll sure. go through who and what you are. Uh, well, uh Wonderful Ohio native here. Uh, what do I do uh, for my real boy job, as I call it? I'm an IT person for a construction company. Uh, on the side, I try and be a actor, filmmaker, and author. Excellent. And yeah. uh, the the name of the series that that most people will be able to find you for is the Conclave Chronicles, correct? Correct. And it is the only series they'll be able to find. Not quite famous yet with all my books. So, all right. We can live with that. We'll get yeah. you there. All right. Excellent. All right. Pyro, tell them what's on deck. Tell them what's up. Hey, man. First off, you're always a hero to me, Jordan. You're very famous to me, man. Um, Dude, you're famous to me. What are you talking about? Man. Hey, so also, before I start, Jordan, I met him on the set that I we just did recently uh, for a film called Hostage Situation. Um, so basically what I am is I am an actor. Now I am a, pr a promoter. Uh, I act, I do music. I am now actually a full-time father. So that is now my first profession because my, my son just moved in with me. So it's, it's a, it's a, it's a different journey. So that's first. Um, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. And then I'm constantly working. I mean, here lately, every month has been a new film. Um, and I'm trying to get him in as many films. So as well as play football, sorry. So it's a whole, whole thing, but, um, that's me, man. I'm, I'm actually a downer person who just likes to act and become characters um, to escape my real life every now and then. Right. <laughs> You've just got this small movie coming out. Nobody's oh, yeah. <laughs> I do have a movie coming out. That's right. No, oh, yeah. It's me. Oh, God. Look, there yeah. he is. There he no, is. What? No. Yeah. Nobody's heard so, of this movie. We're not. Everybody. We're not going to ask you any questions about it. We're not going to pump for any, any any information or details. <laughs> but it's super cool that you are part of Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Everybody's going to get a chance to see that coming out this year. Uh, cool. And so, yeah, I just I had to throw that up on screen at least for a, a half is, second. Is it, is it bad? Awesome. I already know when I go to see it, I'm going to be like, I know somebody in this movie, and the people <laughs> right? are going to be like, Sure, you do. Good. Yeah, right, in. whatever. I'm going to be walking in with a picture of, of, of Pyro on my phone and be like, 
I know him. I'm just Hold on. Can I just right. get your face Hold printed on. on a shirt? <laughs> you know what? I'm a fan first. And when I see it, I'm like, oh, man, I know that guy. And my son is like, you, of course you know him. I would hope. Sometimes I know him. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Hamant to Kumar says, hey, Jordan and Jarrell. Hey. Oh, that's my buddy. He's from Columbus as well. Oh, there cool. you go. Do I as is rich. I try to get as many people as I could to, to join Excellent. in and have some fun. Excellent. Well, we like that. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, yeah. All right. So, guys, our topic for tonight. Yeah. All right. So, we're uh, the very first thing we're going to talk about is movies that, uh, or music rather, that makes movie scenes better. Things that are movies that are improved by the music, the soundtracks around them, and you know all the all that kind of stuff. So, uh, each of us were to bring a couple examples of of what they thought were scenes that were made better by the uh by the music in them uh and since this was nick's idea i'm gonna let nick go first oh i guess um leave time for the rest of us <laughs> i hope i didn't take anybody's uh but oh, i you came probably up did. with quite a few uh i saw that tim took one of mine so there's that it's uh, shared. I used I used it because it was twice. Okay, These so, so that, far uh, on the list that Tim has in here, that, that's not any of mine. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, my first one was The Princess Bride, mm. especially during the sword fight. Because uh, during that sword fight, that music just went along with it. Like they struck... I, I don't know what it's called when you... Uh, hmm. Do the thing with the violin. Like strum? You, you, you violin the violin? I don't know. Or, or like the orchestra. They all uh, like a... Like, like a riser or something, maybe? Sure. Sure, sure. let's go with that. That's, as, that's <laughs> um, better than me saying violin the violin. So, <laughs> As you know, we don't know much about music. I don't know much about music. But uh, we... I don't know much. But like the, how the music just flows with the the sword fight and everything just fits very well together. Um, Sorry, Nick. That's fine. I help myself. I'll just talk over you. <laughs> that's okay. He's just going to ignore you. It's fine. He's used to this. Lord God, you guys. <laughs> It's been too long. I'm sorry. All right. So, Nick, I'll have you share one, and then I'll, we'll just go around. We'll each share right. one, and then we'll come back. All right, but Kathleen, what you got? It needs to be our next review is just a quote from Pyro with the, oh, you guys. <laughs> oh, Lord God. Yeah. Um, so, actually, I think the one that I'm going to go with first, because I actually have notes on this one, is the <gasps> opening scene of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. The opening fight scene with Baby Groot dancing. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, Guardians Mr. of the Blue Galaxy one has yes. Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. the first one has a fantastic, fantastic soundtrack. But the dance fight scene at the beginning of the second one is beautiful, and Baby Groot is just the best. Yes. Honestly, that was almost one that I selected. I was of that it was, was get out of my brain. That was very much in my list of things that I was was looking at. And I was like, man, that's so good. And so anyway, yeah, I almost picked because I also I really enjoy the song, Mr. Blue Sky. I think it's a really mm -hmm. good song. 
And then I was like, well, that's actually perfect because of the way that Groot's bopping around and dancing and, and everything. And, you know, Jordan asked for you guys to go buy his book. So there's the link. You guys can go to Amazon. Go check that out. Go buy his book. Put some shekels in this man's pockets. So Make me buy $2 a book, I think I get from Amazon. Maybe. Hey. Hey, it's, yeah. Hey, I only need to sell about 300 more to break even. There you go. Well, at least you, you got a goal. Yeah. <laughs> wow, look even. at that. Brother and sister. It's terrifying. <laughs> There you go. I did my homework two weeks ago when this was the original topic, John. Don't give me that crap. <laughs> know where you sleep. And yes, they are available in hard copy and Kindle uh -huh. versions as well. So mm -hmm. there you go. All right. Excellent. All right. So Pyro, what's one that you picked? What's one that you thought about? So I do have two movies, but I do have a show. And I know that wasn't a part of it, but this show definitely, right. this show needs this because I think without the soundtrack, it'll be garbage. And um, I mean, a lot, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this one, but I say Stranger Things. Solid I feel stuff. like the soundtrack saves every season of that whack piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's the like, first season, okay. 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 <laughs> but then it just like, God, doo -doo -doo. It's like, come on, man. We were and actually watching it yeah. last night. We, we just started season three. We haven't even gotten to season four yet. We just started season three last night. And there was the, the caption of the wet squelching. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, no. And I know that no. just gets worse. Right. I got to say that season four, episode four, that was a very excellent spot. Of Is that Master of soundtrack. Yeah. No. Yes. No. Not in season four, episode four, mm -hmm. but Master of Puppets was in there as well and was also amazing but what are the song from episode four were you looking at uh running up that hill by kate bush sorry i didn't mean to take over from you Jarrell. no 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 you're right no I'm, I'm totally with you i agree see my only having not seen season four season four my only complaint about season four so far is the stupid chrissy wake up thing in my fyp on tiktok and i am so <laughs> sick of hearing that darn song yes right because they've uh, yeah, actually, Kendall and I were talking about that. My daughter's name is Kendall. And Kendall and I were talking about that today, how uh, that that audio clip has been obliterated because they're they're distorting it and using it for so many different things and and, you know, shoving it into different songs and types. And although the throwing it into my heart will go on from Titanic was way better than it should have been. Yeah, it's still uh, horrendous. Somebody put it into the Star Wars theme today, and I about threw my phone. Oh, have you heard it in Duel of Fates, too? Yeah. I was like, no. I'm like, no. No, no, no. You don't get what, to besmirch the John Williams' name like this. The only time I appreciate the, the cursed mashups like that are when women are now scaring their husbands with it or annoying their husbands with it, starting to play another song, and then all of a sudden it's the Chrissy wake up, and he's like, no! <laughs> Any chance to annoy your husband should be exploited. Okay, yeah, that's I'll... The I'll never have. Has it been put with uh, Rick? I can only think of Rick Roll. Uh, Rick Astley? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, the. I'm never going to give you up. Yeah, never, never going to give you up. Oh, yeah. No, no, I, I want I want Nick to keep singing. That was pretty good. Rick Rolling people is fun, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. 
So yeah, uh, Stranger Things, uh, totally valid choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have no problem with that. We can go off that. We can go off the reservation a little bit with that one. That's good. That's All right. Yeah. All right, Jordan, what you got? What, what what was your pick? So, have you ever seen Euro Trip? Yes. Yes. Scotty doesn't know. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not really like you know it's a song that throughout the whole show because it shows up you know every time they go to a new vacation they recut the song into like a different genre you know mm-hmm. like, right wherever they are and like when they're drinking the uh absinthe you know it's more like a synth techno kind of thing at mm-hmm. the beginning it's you know matt damon singing the kind of punk rock one mm-hmm. right and it's it's really great in that movie because the movie itself is so ludicrous and ridiculous and over the top and whatnot and it's just like you know you've got matt damon singing a punk rock song to scotty about him not knowing that he's banging his girlfriend behind his back. <laughs> and then yep. it's just like, again, and again, and again, and again, right. every time. And sometimes you don't even notice it. Like the uh, in the dance club there towards the end, I didn't even realize that was it until somebody pointed out to me years later. I yeah. Like, oh, all... holy shit, that, that's that song, you know? Yeah, the, the techno remake of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it, it's, it's, you know, kind of brings that movie up because it's one of those things where it's it's just as absurd as the the movie itself is and it just sure. lends to that you know kind of additional absurdity yeah all right uh let's see missing a couple comments here let's see uh jordan is one hell of a writer his web series is coming soon awesome. i do have a perfect five star rating on amazon just say it excellent is it only one review it's like 12 one oh. of which is a random person not just all family and friends one random person Hey, whenever right. I, I would tell stars. people, I would tell people I've got five stars when I have one review. That's just, nice. That's I used just to fun. drive for Uber, so every time I see five stars on anything, I'm like, man, you got it. <laughs> there you go. Nice. He, that that man, yeah. Right. He, yep. Smart man. <laughs> there you go. Something. Scotty doesn't know is my fave. It's one of my fave movies. Yeah, that's not where I parked my car. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, the worst twins ever. Exactly. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, that's a good choice. I I honestly had forgotten about that, but yeah, that's a good choice. Very good. All right. So for my first pick, um, I went a little older on on mine, and my first pick is from uh, the the movie Flash Gordon. Okay. Uh, yes. Now that whole soundtrack is done by Queen, and that soundtrack is amazing. Now when they're on those like. I don't know, those floating speeder bike things that they're using. They're coming down to attack Ming. And, you know, the, the music's going, the, the bass line just don't, 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 don't. And, you know, and then sure it goes right into. faster than the ones in Bubba Fett. Yeah, they, significantly, <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, also, like jog. Also missing about 48 mirrors, but that's another discussion for another time. <laughs> but that whole, that whole fight scene is just, um, it's so much better because of the way that they weave that song into the scene. And it's just, you know, and, and then you have Freddie Mercury's vocals coming in over top, you know, when, when things are happening and things are exploding, it's the flash, and all that stuff. Anytime Uh, Freddie Mercury's involved. Yeah. Yeah. So I've always loved that soundtrack and I've always thought that that made that soundtrack always made that movie so much better, even though it's, it's campy as all hell. I, although that's fine with me. I love that movie. I love the camp in the movie. Um, but that soundtrack to me has just always taken that movie from like a six or a seven up to like an eight or a nine because of how 
good the soundtrack is and and the way that they wove the various queen songs in and out of the movie so mm. but yeah so the flash was, theme. was the song written for the scene or the scene like cut around the song huh that's a very good question that is a yeah. great question because yeah, I, I, I know, know sometimes you know they're like we want you know like uh what's his face scorsese he'll he'll have an idea for a song you know, it might take him years to put it into a movie, but he's like, I want, you know, whatever song. I want that song for this scene. And then he'll right. make sure the scene follows the song versus, mm-hmm. you know, just making something fit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if, if they wrote it afterwards, you know, after right. the movie was already done, or if they had an idea for the theme song and they had already presented it. And then they're like, oh, man, this would be really cool right. if we shot this scene this way or edited this scene this way. I, I don't know. That's a very good question. Right. No, John. No, 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 oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, the theme of Kill Bill One was so dope. It used to be my ringtone. All right. Oh, yeah. I see that. Good choice. Excellent. All right, Nick. Regale us with pick number dos. So my second pick was Megamind. <laughs> there was a my favorite scene is when Megamind goes to fight Titan for the first time, and we get uh, "Welcome to the Jungle," and Megamind has a lot of great songs in it in general, but just how he he says, "Oh, you're a villain, all right, but you're not a super villain." And he's like, what's the difference? Presentation. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. And then like that's when like the guitar riff starts going and that's good. Sorry, anytime songs get mentioned tonight, I'm gonna start singing them. It's just I can't help it. (laughs) It's a thing. I'm probably gonna sing ones that aren't mentioned, so it'll be fine. I'm also still trying to figure out if the soundtrack came first or the movie came or if the yeah that's really a good that's a good spiraling down the theme well. research bowl. i guess you could look up when the movie came out versus when the song came out and see if they're and i mean like i know that they it was the original soundtrack for the movie but it's right. did they decide the scenes and then say hey i want you to match up music to this or was it the soundtrack? <laughs> that's right Nick, uh, John wants you to know that with that mustache, you have a solid career as a supervillain ahead of you. Thanks. It's all in the presentation, Nick. Just remember. That's fair. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Okay. Good choice, Nick, by the way. Good choice. Okay. Kathleen? What's Um, your second pick? Oh, man. So, I don't know which one I want to do next because they're both good. I'm going to go with any of the uses of Carmina Burana. So when they use opera in in like fight scenes, because that's just hilarious yeah. to me. Um, but it's actually used in the 2003 version of Cheaper by the Dozen during the, the birthday party. That there's opera playing in the background as um, Steve Martin's character is launched out of the exploding bounce that house. That's hilarious. That was <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. It's been a long time. I've seen that. And it's funny, is it's like I feel like any use of opera in 
in movies is like this continuation of our exposure to opera and classical music being from Looney Tunes. Yeah. And they throw it in movies so that it's the, we still hear it. We still, we recognize it later with the, wait, I know that song, but it's not because you've ever actually seen the opera. It's because you've watched movies. But Carmina Barana also inspired Duel of the Fates, which I thought was cool. Oh. Also, I, I've always thought, too, that if you typically hear opera in a movie, something bad's going to happen. Right? Something silly, you know, off track, like Steve Martin getting launched out of a bounce house, something along those lines, you know, because, then, again, uh, it's a in my mind, it's always been a tie back to to Looney Tunes, things like that, right. because in Looney Tunes, someone always got hit with like a, a you know, a jackhammer or, you know, or, or something. Right. Or what's that? The, the acne of bombs or something? Yeah, the acne bombs. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I feel like in that one too, like in Super by the Dozen, the the opera is getting to the big crescendo and it's going and it's big and beautiful and Steve Martin is flying and then landing on a small child. And it's like, it's <laughs> the timing for it is so perfect, perfect and I love it. All right. Cool, and I I like the uh, the trip down memory lane for Looney Tunes. Thank you. You're welcome. Good job. All right, Pyro, what's your number two? Um, Despicable Me three. Officer <laughs> Black showed up to that Michael Jackson. Uh, who's bad? I was like, oh, man, <laughs> I am sold. <laughs> and then it grew like on a little uh, hanger with like no underwear on. And happy birthday! It's like, <laughs> so good, so good. Like that's just—I was at the movie theater, like, oh my god, what is going on? <laughs> I mean, actually, the whole soundtrack was really good, though. Actually, like every song in that movie was perfect. Yeah, Pharrell, I think uh, did that. He did a really good job. Honestly, I think in the probably the last five, maybe ten years, I think there's been such a, a push on making sure that the music ties into the movies even more so Oh yeah. Um, that it's not just an added thing to the movie, but it's an extension of the movie now. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, you know, like the ex- example earlier of, of the guardians of the galaxy movies, was a good example. The, the, the despicable me movies have been a really good example of that as well. Uh, movies that are, are making sure that the, the, the music meshes with what we see on screen. You ever watch um, forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where uh, you know the I can't think of this character's name, but the the main main character guy he's he plays the soundtrack music for whatever the cheap CSI ripoff, and you know he's super sad. It's stupid. It's like do 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 do. You know, to the super dramatic scene, and it's like you know it really shows in kind of a comical way how the soundtrack is very important to set the tone. You know, because mm-hmm. you can have a very serious scene that is not as serious as it could be due to you know a poor choice of music so mm-hmm. right you know it's kind of shows how very important music is to like i said set the tone kind of get you in the mood and really sell what's happening like prepare you for what's going on right yeah, absolutely right. yeah excellent okay was that your second pick jordan or do you that have a second not. Pick? i got a second e- pick even better all right oh yeah bonus pick in there bonus pick uh, it would be uh, hit to be square by Huey Lewis in the news in American Psycho. Because, oh. you know, the song's so peppy and fun, and you've got, you know, the guy's going to get axe murdered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah it's a so, nice juxtaposition. So exactly, yeah, because it's like you know he's sitting there like, hey, you know, they give this little like weirdo presentation about the song as the guys, uh, you know, sitting there in the the newspaper square on the floor, <laughs> and he's just putting on the raincoat talking about it, and proceeds to murder him very violently while this fun peppy song is just going crazy in the background. You know that that fit very well with um, <clears throat> what's his name's character as well as the film itself. Yeah. It just that it, it worked, right? Like, I think it kind of set the precedent for things to come as well. Like, well, I was, well his character is like incredibly fake because he's right. you know, a psychopath. So, yeah, he doesn't exactly. have feelings, so he's just like, "Oh, I've got to like the music, and if I know a lot about it, that means other people will know that I'm a human being too." Right. Right. And he can't help but continue the trend, even when he's getting ready to kill this guy, when he could have just took him out easy, you know, quickly, whatever. All right. Yeah. Very good. All right. My second pick, uh, again, going back to the classics. Um, so Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> and so it wasn't until a couple years ago that I actually re- realized that there was two versions of this song. There's one when they're on their way to go get the beer. And there's one when they're on their way back from the beer. Uh, and yeah, so there's Westbound and Down. As they're headed okay. towards the beer, because they're headed towards Texarkana, mm-hmm. and then eastbound and down when they're on their way back towards Georgia. Whoa, so, I never noticed that till a couple years ago, yeah. and you can find them both on YouTube. And I was like, "Holy cow! Okay, that's a thing." Uh, but I love the fact that they play eastbound and down during all the, like the car chases and all the fun stuff that's happening. Yeah. You know, on you know when they're trying to to distract the Smoky. So. But uh, but yeah, I I just that that song has become such a part of of my family's like road trips. Like whenever we're starting, uh, doesn't matter which way we're going. If we're going east or west, one of those two songs is in. You know, usually it's It's easier to play, easier to find. But that's like number one in the playlist. And it's like we're pulling out of the driveway, and boop, there we go. My my wife rolls her eyes, and we keep. We keep going, so yeah. Right, what are you doing? We're going west now. Come on, now. exactly. Doesn't matter. Shut <laughs> up. Just sing along. But what, what if you're going? What if you're going south? At that, that's oh. the down. That's oh. the down. Oh, hey. There you go. <laughs> so is the west one then westbound and up? No, it's they're both westbound and down. So westbound and down, and down. But what if you're going north? What are you doing? Look, there? I didn't write the songs. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, it only works in certain situations, damn it. You never go north. As somebody north. who lives north of where Tim lives, just don't go north. Just, just go with it. I mean, the benefit to uh, being up here is we've got 500 meg charter internet, and that's about it. Other than that, there's nothing. <laughs> so I think I found an answer to our flash issue. Nice. Um, so the song was recorded... October 1980. The movie came out December 5th, 1980. Um, in the UK. Uh, or no, yeah, in the US, actually. Uh, but they were approached with the job in 1979. Hmm. Okay. So, so song for them. They the made it for the movie, but released it before the movie. Right? Okay. Right. Yeah, so it got like released. Well, 
It was released in the UK November 24th, 1980. And then it was released in the US January 27th, mm. 1981. So. Well, I mean, you have to give it to your hometown. I mean, well, I guess you got to give it to the UK first, not hometown. My fault. You have to give it to the UK first. Uh, I mean, because it was a UK produced. Band. That makes right. sense. Yes. Yeah, Interesting. Maybe with some. So I think I think the answer to this thing. is yes. Yes. Pretty much. Because yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they right. approached with the job and then they were writing the album while the movie was being being filmed, they would have to have like timed stuff up as they were writing it. That's the importance of NDAs. <laughs> there you go. Well, they didn't have an internet to leak it to back then, so true. That's that's fair. All right, cool. Uh, so, does anybody have any bonus picks that they would like to share? I have really asked you. Pick. Yeah, go I, for it. Man. I actually have a, a list. But oh, oh <laughs> <laughs> it was on my phone. I just deleted it because I thought we were done. But no, I do have a bonus one. All right, go ahead, share it. I have a a, a real passion for this film. Um, it's it's a little older. Um, Roadhouse. I feel Roadhouse. like. Oh, yeah. Every song just hit, and it was perfect. Just like how you were talking about how the music went with the fight scenes, or with the, well, mainly everything was fight scenes. <laughs> but I just felt like the soundtrack was so great. Like on the road again, I just wanted to be on the road like every day. Just on the road again, like I don't, I'm like, oh man, I don't even know what I'm doing. I just want to be on the road or fighting right. somebody either way. <laughs> man, the more we talk about it, the more I'm like writing more options down too. Um, one of the options I had was uh, Young Frankenstein, and they used the song <laughs> Putting on the Ritz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that scene was amazing. Uh, I'd like to say I can sing it better than that, but not really. But that's so. pretty accurate for the movie, so it's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Any uh, song in... Uh... Rocky Horror Picture Show? Oh, yes. All of yeah, them. Time Warp. Yeah. All of them. Uh, the one that I just actually had come into my head was Bad Reputation by Joan Jett in Shrek. Ooh, that's oh, good. yeah. That's a good pick. Um, Shrek has a lot of good ones, too. Shrek yeah. does have a lot of good ones, but I feel like that one in particular. I'm a believer, the, so yeah. uh, Monkeys would have been a good pick, too. Um, I mean, I had like two classic 80s movies, so I had Dirty Dancing and Breakfast Club with Time of My Life, and don't forget about oh, me. Because yeah. like those, oh, yeah. are, those are both solid. Um, the one that I was also thinking of was um, Billie Eilish's Bad Guy. <laughs> was it Billie Eilish's what? Bad Guy in Sing 2. Mm. So nice to know, John. I loved I loved the the Sing 2 ending. Sing 2. Yes. I mean, Sing and Sing 2, they're both fantastic. And I'm not just saying that because I've watched them 100 times because they're my daughter's current favorite. <laughs> yeah, you have to, of course. You totally have to. But the last one, the one that I'm going to say is my my top pick is Juggernaut in Deadpool 2. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> because when you're listening to it and you're realizing that that is an operatic version of people swearing. This nice. is... Yeah. Like it's not until you look up the lyrics or if you have captions on that you're like, wait, a oh, minute. is that really what there's? Yes, that is. That is really what they're saying. Excellent. 
Hey, I have one last one. Um, yeah, go ahead. You have so many. Um, Umbrella Academy, uh, Major Tom, when that came on. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm sold. Like, I, I, that yeah. was like, mm-hmm. it was. That's great. Actually, you know what? Umbrella Academy, man, that whole soundtrack is just gorgeous. Like, yeah. Like, that's it, another show they're it, doing really good with soundtrack on. Right. Like, Jesus. That's like, they did that right. Yeah, absolutely. The so, loose scene was yeah. hilarious, too. Yeah. So Nick and I shared one. Um, so he had it for the original, and I had it for the third movie in the series, but the J.J. Abrams Star Trek trilogy. Uh, twice, because J.J. Abrams is such a fan of the Beastie Boys, they use the song oh, Sabotage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... Uh, once when you know it's supposed to be a young a young Jim Kirk driving his stepdaddy's Corvette. Well, in the first movie, yeah, yeah, in the first movie, and then in the third one, uh, they're escaping from the enemy, and I can't remember her name, but the lady they met on the planet, the alien lady, uh, who was who had been on the other uh, uh, starship, uh, and she found an old an old like USB player and was playing out old <laughs> old school jams and she's like i like this one it's loud and you know <laughs> like yes it is so but yeah so sabotage uh perfectly fit those scenes as well so another fun one was uh wayne's world bohemian rhapsody mm-hmm. oh yeah just a bunch of guys Right, and then the tie-in when they did the Bohemian Rhapsody movie, having Mike Myers come in as a cameo role, right, to say that this is not a song that anybody's going to headbang to, and it's like, <laughs> yes, that was great, that was perfect. That yeah, was perfect. I love that it when they metagame my movies. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, those are all good picks, and uh, yeah. So if you guys think about it, you know, you can always. We don't mention the third one. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's referring to the uh, JJ tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. That wasn't a that wasn't a fan of a lot of people, and I understand that it wasn't it wasn't the best offering, but you know, so. Um, but it's far harder than they can. <laughs> uh, you know. All right. Uh, so just a couple other things we wanted to to highlight. Uh, so we mentioned this uh, in our last live, but if you guys haven't noticed it already. Uh, our show is now available every Saturday morning on realwiseradio.com. You'll be able to hear it there. If you have an iOS phone, you guys can dia- download the app and you guys can check it out there. But uh, yeah. Uh, and then the other thing is one of the, there's a show out that just came out and it's on, on uh, the Disney channel. I'm hoping that it's going to come to Disney plus soon, but it's the work of three former guests that we've had on the show. And I can't believe I didn't actually put this in the uh, the slideshow for tonight. I just realized that I didn't. So, uh, but this is the show. It's called Hamster and Gretel. It's the production of uh, Dan Pavenmeyer, uh, with the, assisted by Joshua Pruitt as a writer and uh, Amber Tornquist Hollinger as a, a director. Cool. And nice. um, I think yeah, Swampy did some voices too, right? No, I don't believe he has anything to do with this with this production. I could, I could be wrong though. His voice in the episode, I'll, have, I'll have to double check it, but I'll, but I don't one believe of, he does. One of the other things I find very cool about that is that wow. Dan Pavenmeyer's daughter is the 
main character voice, the girl. So, but yeah, so here's just some screenshots uh, of their work, just acknowledging the work that they've done uh, on those shows. I watched the first episode. It is funny. I really do enjoy the fact that ever this little girl, once she gets her superpowers, every time she goes to punch something, no matter what it is, robot punch, wall punch. It's just, it's, it's very much uh, Dan Povenmire's sense of humor. It's very enjoyable, a lot of fun. And uh, you don't have, like most of his stuff, like Phineas and Ferb or Milo Murphy's Law, you don't have to be a little kid to enjoy it and get the sure. humor out of it. So um, we always like to, to highlight when, when former guests have done something you know, really cool or, you know, are about to do something really cool. And, you know, that's, you know, why we, we bring these things up because we want you guys to know that the guests that we have come on here are doing really cool things and okay. they're involved in really cool things. <laughs> and so, uh, hey, so remember last time I was on here, I wasn't allowed to say that I was a part of anything. You weren't yeah, even I, allowed to, to say that you were. Yeah. yeah. No. It's all on Google and like, I exactly. Yeah. yeah um, I think the, I think the last time you were here, I brought it up on IMDb and I'm like, you don't have to say anything. It's out on the internet. I'm <laughs> you're not saying it. I'm saying it. Yeah. It's crazy. yeah. So, I'm contractually obligated to not, say anything but there's right. an imdb page that has stuff that i'm doing oh, right no. it has something in there yeah. exactly hey you might see some set photos now i don't know i didn't say that you hear me. I said you didn't hear I'll, be, I'll be back <laughs> also back on the hamster and gretel thing according to a very quick google search disney has said that it is coming to disney plus this wednesday oh nice. beautiful. the first Perfect. three episodes will be up this wednesday on disney plus let's check it out Excellent. Yeah, that's a good show. I really enjoyed the first one. Uh, got several chuckles, especially um, you, the, the the brother, Kevin. He amused me. So, yeah, yeah, I can't wait to watch it, and I'm also a little bit scared to watch it. Yeah, it's it's good times. I don't need All right. thinking that her hamster needs a cape. Hey, you know, I've been watching a lot of Baby Group, so now that, you know, mm-hmm. I need to the show. Um, yeah, we watched, my, my daughter and I watched all the, the shorts on Disney Plus today. It was good. It was great. Nice. Hey, yeah, look at that. I just, did, I just did something cool, Tim. Did you realize what I just did? And I didn't realize I did it. No, what, what's that? This show, this, this show should just be called Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Disney at that. There you go. <laughs> well, everything we're talking about for the rest of the show is all Disney related. So that's what I just did. I don't even know if I did it. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Wednesday on Disney Plus will be the release of apparently of Hamster and Gretel. Thursday comes She Hulk. Whoop, whoop. I'm actually really excited for this show. I the I think it has a lot of potential. They totally gave me some hope because Miss Marvel was written really well, and I'm hoping that they're upping their writing game. I hope so too. God, I hope um, so too. Because as much as I love Star Wars, the writing game was like, eh, I guess. Yeah. So I'm just hoping that. They continue with their writing game. Yeah, um, I'm. I wasn't excited for it at first, but I I definitely am now. Um, Yeah, since they fixed all the little graphic errors and stuff, it looks really good. Um, Yeah, I mean, ugly Sonic existed, so yeah. (laughs) I I I think we're gonna. You know, it sounds like we're gonna see a, a fair amount of abomination. We're gonna see. Uh, possibly some some Daredevil Matt Murdock throughout the, the course right, of the series. Right. 
I'm a little sad though because you know since Iron Man you know has passed in our MCU, it's kind of hard to see that relationship because the She Hulk and Tony relationship was really cool. Um, yeah, that would have been nice. So I don't know if we're they're trying to do a Tom Cruise the whole alternate universe. God, um, I hope not. Iron Man thing, but. <laughs> I would hate to have to boycott the MCU. I really would. <laughs> Look, right. I know that Tom Tom Cruise will never be on our show, mainly because I won't invite him. Um, but <laughs> if he asked, you'd say no. I would honestly. I would say no. I just, I say have, yes, I, and I'll just make all the plans for it. I am. It'll just be a Nick interview. I'm. I've just never been a fan of his. You know, for whatever reason. But yeah. Um, why? Because he seems just in, invincible, like on everything. He never well, there is definitely that for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've just never been a big fan of his, and I don't know. But I'm I'm hoping that we that this show, um, you know, because of the contractual issues with with uh, uh, the Hulk and and the rights to the Hulk and everything. Right. You know, we can't do we can't get a standalone movie of him for some time or maybe ever. We don't know yet, but I'm hoping that, you know, we're able to because of the way that they have the loan worked out with Universal, that somehow we're able to get him into more things like this, where we're able to see more of the Hulk and have him be a pretty predominant character in something where, you know, because the last looks like the last decent movie of him was the one with Ed Norton. And that was, you know, oh, meh yeah. at best. Yeah. yeah. So, um, while you know, the Eric Bana movie wasn't the best, I really liked the comic book kind of vibe yeah. going on That's with the multiple panels and the different takes. Yeah. Man, that was, that was really cool. Yeah. The story was weak, but the way that they yeah. cut it and the way that Ang Lee directed it was, oh, was yeah. actually really very cool ahead of its time. Really. I think for oh, what absolutely. he was trying to accomplish. It was literally um, a comic book movie, you know. Yeah, movie. absolutely, absolutely. Very so yeah, kick- so I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Very kick-ass. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So I'm I'm very excited for this this because a I'm I'm excited to have, uh, well, another comic book thing for me to nerd out and watch. I'm excited to see what they do with Jennifer Walters' character, how they how they proceed and how they develop her because i think that she's something that's expandable for for coming out in in the future for other shows and other things where she could not only be possibly part of other things but where i think a character like hers if if they write her right and they build her character properly she could spearhead some other projects i think coming up in the future sure because the she hulk character is is strong enough uh pun intended uh, to to carry something moving forward, so yeah. I hope they like since it's like a a law thing. I don't know if they'll probably do it the first season, but I would like to see it where they have like uh, different heroes come on and have to be defended by her. So oh, it's yeah. kind of like you get a guest appearance from a different hero here and there. I think that'll be really cool and it'll be different too for the MCU. Like and they don't have to be there the whole. It could just you know like a little kind of like a Law and Order, but with superheroes. I think that'll be pretty sick. A little quick cameo, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that would be cool. What, what was be- um, the damn uh, Agents of Shield where they would have random MCU characters right. show up and kind of tie in? Well, till they did, they did it more tie into the uh, movies. Yeah, the yeah, Ghost Rider was perfect. Yeah. So yeah, that would be great. When Ghost Rider came on Agents of Shield, I was like, oh man. Oh yeah, yeah. So. And they had Lady Lady Sith, wasn't it? In one of the episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So whatever they can do to tie it in and, and make it more of a cemented part of the MCU, I think is a really good idea moving forward, because especially the things that have been part of this phase four have been kind of, you know, they're, they're trying to relay a foundation after, you know, they they shot their shot with Endgame, you know. Oh, yeah. And with with the passing of the torch of different characters like Captain America going away and Iron Man going away. And I'm excited to see what they do with with Sam. But I oh, yeah. also want to. I also need to see more of Sam. I want them to bring him and and push him harder than what they're doing right now. And you know, there's a whole variety of reasons why people think that that's not happening. But we'll get into that later. But yeah. I think that that there definitely needs to be a bigger push on Sam and have him more in the the forefront for hopefully as things move forward that we see more of him as as captain. And yeah. you always see like articles that are like, ah, you know, by this quote in this episode of the tv show the mcu has ruined everything it's like they had like phase three planned out roughly for years you know what i mean it wasn't right. like they just were writing a movie okay what should we do next you know they had the best people coming up with the storyline so you know we don't get to know what the plot is for the next 10 years because right. they're already laying the foundation for that so you know and i agree where it's like you know what are they going to do with it they need to do more but you know maybe they're going to set it up in a weird way we're not going to expect because you know they don't yeah. want to just rehash the first three you know right whatever i'm hoping that phase again. five is going to be fired because it looks like it could be oh, yeah. phase five going into phase six uh okay. it looks like it could be absolute fire yeah for the MCU. Got mutants now you know it's going to oh, be yeah. like that's amazing Wolverine. fantastic four the mutants yeah so yeah, there's there's a lot of things that could possibly make uh, you know the end of phase four into five, and then the transition into six, uh, just be absolutely just nuts. So lots of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so talking more things, Disney, because we're we've only got a uh, about ten minutes left of, of our episode here tonight. So now I thought this was coming up in the next couple of weeks. It's not until actually until end of September, uh, but Andor comes out in, in about a month here. Um, and now Rogue One is one of my, my favorite Star Wars movies. I think that that movie was just so masterfully done and just written really well. And even though, you know, it was one of those things where you kind of got the, the sense early that none of these people were going to survive. <laughs> you know, it was everybody still very dies. cool. Oh, yeah. Everybody, everybody dies, except everybody. for the dude with the red lightsaber who finally gets to go off in a movie scene. And which, yeah, but a uh, little, little side aside, have you seen those uh Mentos commercials where they'll do the Mentos song to like a scene in a movie? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the one with him at Rogue One? Oh my yes. god, it's so perfect! <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it lights up so good. Uh, do 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 <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> exactly, yeah, it's good times, uh, man. Yeah, um, amazing, but. Anything that you guys are hoping to see out of Andor as as it's coming up? I'd like to see some more like uh, foundations for like how like the Rebel Alliance kind of gets started. But I know that yeah. they, they kind of like dance around it. But it'd be cool to see like oh these are like the three or four key events that happened that like really bring the main characters all together in one big you know like yeah. team and not just. Yeah. Hey, we're a team already. You want to join us, random person who needs to drive the plot? You know, right? I wouldn't mind seeing some um, Cindula, uh, 
the green Karen girl Sandula from from yeah. Rebels. Because I, 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 I know. Okay. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I know the they kind of like started Rebels in a way, and then I think I kind of hope we get to see a little. Yeah, bit, at least I I agree. We're definitely going to see her in Ahsoka. Um, and if by the way, if you haven't caught on by now, uh, Ahsoka's a little ways out yet. But if if you haven't caught on by now, by the they're definitely going for Ezra. There's no doubt in my mind. I just finished watching uh, Rebels again the other day. In the very last scene of the very last episode, you know, uh, Sabine looks at at Hera and says, "Okay, it's time to go find Ezra." So, mm-hmm. I'm Gosh. very excited for what that what that will bring and what that means. Um, but I would like to see agree. I do want to see them build the the Rebel Alliance somehow. And honestly, yeah. for me, if I could, if I could, um. It's actually done really well in. in if, I don't know if you guys ever played the game, but Star Wars Force Unleashed. Yes. Oh. Yeah. 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 How the how the Rebel Alliance is built uh, in yeah. that in that game with the secret meetings and all the different yeah. things and you know these different you know Bail Organa and Mon Mothma and, uh, and a few other key characters uh, helping build that 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 backbone to the alliance. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I would love to see something like that brought into something on screen. What was that other yeah. one they did um, with? Um, um, he's like a lowly one, and he runs into Darth Vader at the end of the game. Um, I can't think of it. They're coming out with a part two of it. Um, oh, you're talking about uh, uh, Fallen Order? Yep. Yeah, Fallen yep. Order. That's yep. pretty fun. I like yeah. That. So like, yeah. That, well, if they can like incorporate some of that in there too, that'd be pretty pretty. Sick. Yeah, yeah. And that's... I like to see like um, more like Darth Vader whooping ass, right? Because. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the first time you get to really see him go ham on somebody or people was at the yes, end please. of Rogue One. I'm down. Yeah. And they have to see him like active because he hunted people. You know, he was like right. the, the, the hound dog of the emperor. And see, right. okay, go get him, boy. You know, and he just goes out there and I'm a killing machine. Literally. Yeah. See, that's uh, what you I was know, saying as soon as they announced Obi-Wan was that I wanted to see Vader. Right. Yeah. As much as Hell I was excited yeah. to see Ewan McGregor come back as Obi Wan, I wanted yeah, Vader. I wanted to see the reason that Vader was so feared in the galaxy. Oh yeah. Because yeah. we well, get think... all the hype in the original trilogy, but he's an old dying man. Like I want yeah, right. Vader. <laughs> Vader. I think they do a really good job of it though in, in Obi Wan. Uh, I think so absolutely. Uh, he snatches the plane out of the sky. Oh yeah. yeah. And yeah. everybody else who's ever done that, it's like, oh, this is so difficult. And he's like. Nah, it's mine. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping that there's a little bit of that in Andor, where there's people trying to run and evade from Darth Vader, because yeah. I don't think that they're done with Hayden Christensen uh, at no, all. Absolutely not. And I hope that they're not, because I think he did so well at, at portraying. Because when in, in Episode Three, when he puts on the suit and basically just screams "No," and then gets to stand next to the Emperor. Yeah. He really didn't get to be Darth Vader other than just to put on the suit. But right. in Obi-Wan, right. he got to be Vader. Right. Yeah. And John, I was going to say it, but yeah, I, I feel you, man. I feel you. Okay, so <laughs> in his 40s, he wasn't old, but he was also a traumatic burn victim. He, also had to <laughs> he was basically walking around in an iron lung. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But it's like somebody. Support. It was like somebody who had polio living to their forties. It was impressive. It was old for that. Well, back right. in the seventies, being forty was like as old as you got, right? <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <Good point. laughs> 
And I mean, as much as I, I want more Vader, I kind of hope they go away from the Skywalker saga a little bit too. Like, right. Yeah, there is so much more. Yeah. Well, see, I, on the one, I agree with you. On one hand, I'm like, okay, Vader's, the Skywalker stuff is a little played out. We, that's all we've really seen. And, and that's one of the reasons why I love Rogue One so much. Even though right. there's a little bit of, of Vader in the movie and the one scene that we do get is just chef's kiss. Beautiful. Right. Um, but it's so good because it's it's a very well-rounded, well-told story away from the Skywalker bloodline and name and all that stuff. And they're not making how, somebody who doesn't need to be a Skywalker a Skywalker. Right. And, yeah. and however, <laughs> past that, if you want to give me a series of, of uh, Vader being the hunter, going oh, around, kicking butt, whoop, you know, whooping names mm-hmm. and all those other things that I probably just screwed up there. Kick, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, kicking butt and taking names. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, whooping names. There we go. Kicking that works well. Whooping names. One more. I'm whooping names over <laughs> here. I just uh, want to know how he takes butt. butts. <laughs> oh, there's one. Yeah. You, you can you can name butts. I'm sure. Uh, I'm just imagining like now it's a it, it's become the Lego Star Wars, but like with potato heads. Exactly. Taking Episode butts. ten. Finn, I'm sure. Finn I'm sure Trump knows how to take a lot of butts. <laughs> there you go. At least barbecued ones. Right. Not barbecued butts. <laughs> so, brunts. All right. But yeah, so the, there's a, a lot of cool stuff coming out on on Disney uh, since we've pretty much talked mostly Disney for the last half hour or so. But uh, yeah, oh, cool. one thing I, I really liked again last last thing for my comment about uh, yeah, please. One is so you have Vader show up at the end, right? And he massacres his way through mm-hmm. all the rebel people. Then he watches uh, the uh, rebel, you know, frigate, the diplomatic frigate take off. And then now that makes sense because, like, literally three days later, he catches it and he snatches that dude up. He's like, Where is it? He's like, He's like, We're a diplomatic frigate. And he's so angry. And you're like, But why is he so angry? It kind of seems out of place. Now you know why. He's like, Bro, I just literally watched you leave. Like, right. Right. Like, like really, guy? <laughs> like, Don't you're just yeah. lying to me. Yeah. I went home after watching that movie in the theater and had to walk in my door and start episode four <laughs> so that I could watch the conclusion of Rogue One with the beginning of, and it's just, it's so perfect. And yeah. I love that that's one of the things that you can do with sci-fi is that you can rewrite timelines yep. like that yep. and make them still make sense. Absolutely. All right. So we've got to, uh, let's start wrapping things up here. Um, but real quick. Jordan, remind everybody where they can find out about you and your stuff, please. You can find my book series, The Conclave Chronicles, which there are two books right now. The third one is coming out in the next month or two. Uh, you can find it on Amazon and Softback and also in Kindle. And then shortly I will be doing the audiobooks and you can find it on Audible. Woo! Woo! All right, Pyro, give them the what's up. Uh, you can just Google me, I guess. Clearly, <laughs> you can. It works. It, it I know. Works for us, yeah. Um, but Pyro too sick on everything: Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, um, Audible, anything you could think of. Because of Tim, I'm on Audible, so you can find me on that. Um, and yeah, that's me. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. So last Friday, our guest was Emily Swallow. You may know her best as the armorer from Star Wars shows like The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett. Hi, this is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to the FSF Podcast. 
and, and just real quick, I have to say this. So at the end, at the beginning of every one of our shows, like tonight and even our live show, we have a little self-deprecating joke that we always <laughs> throw out there. And I love the fact that in the beginning of, of this one, I said something along the lines of, you know, how the, the Mandalorian can earn more bounty by killing our jokes. <laughs> and I love the fact that Emily, without skipping a beat, goes, wah, wah. <laughs> It was great. That's awesome. It just I kills me. I love it. I love it when they play along with our self-deprecating humor. Exactly. And you can still find that episode of FSF Popcast on our YouTube channel and your favorite audio podcast providers. And remember, your subscription to our YouTube channel is a major help. So do not forget to click like and subscribe as you watch our videos. Now, upcoming this Friday... Our guest is a very talented voice actor with credits on many animes, including Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, and many more. Hey, this is Chris Rager, and you're listening to the FSF Podcast. Mac and cheese. It's what, it's what builds muscle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to include that because if you're familiar with Dragon Ball and his character, uh, who's Mr. Satan, uh, he, you know, he, you know, it's basically, and he talks about how he came up with the character's voice and all that stuff. And he saw him as basically like, you know, a version of Hulk Hogan and, and brother, and you're going to do this anyway. And then, we, yeah. And so there's a whole bit about Mac and cheese and he was killing me with that. But yeah, so the Mac and cheese bit. Uh, but yeah, we are very excited to welcome Chris Rager uh, of Dragon Ball One uh, One Piece. He's also in the game series Borderlands and a whole bunch of other stuff to the FSF podcast this upcoming Friday. We talk with him about his shows, what's a good starting point for people who are not yet anime fans to jump into anime, what he feels is a good place for you to start, and his advice for people who want to become voice artists and how to get started there. And there's so much more that we talk about and, of course, uh, why Craft needs to sponsor uh, Chris Rager for Mac and Cheese as well. So be sure to tune in this Friday to watch it on YouTube, or of course you can always listen to that on your favorite audio podcast provider. All right. Well, that concludes us for the FSF Podcast Live Edition. That is. That's it. All right, guys. Make sure you guys go check out Jordan's books, uh, The Conclave Chronicles. Check out Pyro at Pyro26 everywhere. Go check them out on IMDb. Look for some set photos that may or may not be there for uh, a certain uh, Marvel MCU movie. We can't say, but you might be able to. All right. But that's it on behalf for, for Nick, Kathleen, and myself. Thanks, guys. Thanks for watching. Goodbye. Boing. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of the FSF podcast, we want to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, please contact us by means of Twitter or Instagram using the handle at FSF podcast. Or go to www.fsfpodcast.com and click on the contact link. Thanks again and hope you enjoyed the episode.